0: Hey, everyone, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for jumping on here every single day. It's very exciting for us to get to hear from you guys. And it's, it's been awesome getting to share the word of God with you guys. Every single day, I know that people who listen to this podcast... I'm not just saying this to butter you up. I know for a fact that people who listen to this podcast, God is going to use your life for something incredible because you're going out of your way to put the Word of God first place, to esteem the Word of God highly. And so that means a lot to God, and He is going to use you in an incredible way. I want to talk to you today about desiring the plan of God for your life, like truly, truly desiring God's plan over what we sometimes plan in our hearts you know a lot of people whether we realize it or not we have plans that we've made up for ourselves you know we have you know let's be honest you know we have the well this is the college i would like to attend this is the person i would want to marry this is the city i want to move to this is the job you know the business that i would like to have there's so many plans that we create and um as a believer, it's key that we understand God has a perfect plan laid out for our lives. And things don't just happen automatically. God has given us a free will. We do have choices to make, and we have to go after that plan that God has, has um, made for us. But you do have to come to a place in your life where you realize, I have plans. I've made, I've made some plans, but God's plans are ultimately the best, and I want His plan more than I want my own plan a scripture that I held on to um, through many different times in my life, but a very important, uh, a very important pivotal moment for me in desiring the plan of God for my life. I found this scripture, and it really, it really, really helped me. I'm gonna start one before it, but it's, it's. Um, Proverbs 19, I'm going to start in verse 20. It says, listen to counsel, receive instruction and accept correction that you may be wise in the time to come. Verse 21 says, many plans are in a man's mind, but it's the Lord's purpose for him that will stand, be carried out. We can have... Many, many plans. We can have many many things decided in our heart that we want to do, but we have to desire that God's plan is going to be what's going to stand, is going to be what's going to come to pass in our life. Because ultimately, that is the desires that He's placed in your in your heart. You know, every plan has two factors. It has a time and it has a location. You know, you may actually have these God dreams and desires in your heart. You know, you, maybe you see yourself ministering in Africa. Maybe you see yourself feeding hungry kids, South America. Maybe you have certain countries in your heart that you desire. You say like, I know this is where God's sending me, um, and these are legitimate god dreams these are god plans but they don't just happen you have to align yourself with the timing of god and then even more importantly you have to prepare yourself for the task being prepared for the call of god is as important as you fulfilling the call of god because if you went to this this dream or this place in your heart maybe maybe you say you know you're called to china but you move there right now and you're not equipped to handle what's happening. You're, you're because, yeah, it's a legitimate God dream, but it's not God's timing. You know, there are things that have to take place in your life to prepare you for that dream, for that time. It is great to be excited about it. It is great to be, um, you know, pressing into God, God, give me dreams, give me ideas, show me how you're going to take me, um, into that time of my life. You know, for my husband and I, it was full-time ministry, both since we were kids. He was, he was, you know, basically eight years old when, when God called him into the ministry. And I was probably, you know, 13 or so when I realized that I also wanted to be in the ministry and, you know, I wasn't in the ministry for very many years, uh, you know, after being 13 and realizing I wanted to be in the ministry for him being eight years old, you know, it wasn't like a couple months later that he went into the ministry, started preaching crusades. It's not, it's not been that way, but there was a time of preparation and there was a time of following the plan of God in a, in a way there was so many, I mean, there was so many times I know for him and for myself that the plan of God took us it through, you know, through a time where we didn't understand, well, why am I here? Why am I working this job? Why am I, uh, you know, why am I not yet on the field? Why am I not yet in full-time ministry? Because that was our dream. Why am I not yet there? Well, with with God's with God dreams, we need God's time. So you don't you don't limit God by thinking you have to force your way through a door. God will open the door. Trust me, trust me, trust me. God will open the door for you. He's not going to string you along with this dream in your heart and then not open the door for you, but you need to prepare yourself. That's how you show God, God, I'm, I'm getting ready for what you've called me to do. I'm preparing myself. Now, if that is for you, if it's ministry, that's hiding the word of God in your heart. That's becoming skilled with the word, like having it so deep in your heart having it so solidified, making it the foundation of your life to where nothing can move you, where you're standing firm, you're standing firm in the word and you're standing up for the word, um, and making that decision ahead of time. So, you know, it is your job right now. If you're not in that full-time, um, you know, call that you've, that you've been called to, it is your job right now. It is your full-time job right now to prepare and set your pace to fulfill what God's calling you to do and work hard at what's in front of you now. If you're not working hard at what's in front of you now, you're not going to graduate to the next step. You need to be faithful with little. God will make you rule over much. That applies to everything in your life. So get faithful with what God's put in front of you. If that's school right now, if that's high school right now, get faithful with it. If that's college right now, get faithful. If that's a if you work at a coffee shop right now, get faithful with it. Be the best Barista, Be the best, you know, whatever your job is, be the best at it. You know, show up everybody because you, because you do it unto the Lord and you do it excellently. You know, when it comes to relationships, it's the same thing. You know, I mentioned earlier, you know, sometimes we have a plan in our heart. Oh, I want to marry that person. You know, God's put, there's this person in my life and I believe that I want to marry that person. Or maybe you're, you're even in a relationship with that person now. Well, you have to come to the point where you can say, God, I don't want this person if it's not from you. Like as much as my my you know as much as I may desire that right now in my my flesh and me as a person may desire that relationship, I actually don't want my own plan more than I want your plan. So you have to get to that point. And this scripture actually. Proverbs nineteen twenty one took me took me you know out of a, a time when I when I thought I wanted one relationship and it was not the plan of God for me and I actually made myself write down this scripture um, probably a hundred times many are the plans in a person's heart but it's the Lord's purpose that will prevail it was a little it was a different version but I made myself write that scripture down until it sunk down into my heart because I was like God you know, the, the, the relationships, the ideas that I have, you know, I may think that they're great. I may, I may even have had the whole plan worked out, but God, I want your will and I want your way better. You know, (laughs) Ryan and I were talking when we were driving home last night when we were just talking about how, how grateful we are that we didn't get hasty and make wrong decisions concerning who we were to marry. You know, I was like, I don't know, I, I, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't explain my gratefulness to having waited to be with the right person until I was already married, you know, to Ryan. And I want to tell you, if, you, if you've if you experienced like failures in relationships and you think like, oh, man, maybe I've already missed the boat. Maybe the person I was supposed to marry, I, you know, I was with them and now and, and now we're not together anymore. So now I've missed it on my shot of being married. Trust me, there's somebody better. You, you haven't even known the goodness of God yet in how great a spouse can be for you. So press in for that. You know, you don't want to be, when it comes to a relationship, you don't want to be with the right person at the wrong time. You know, Ryan and I are six years apart. If we would have met when I came to the the church that we're both at, I would have been 16 and he would have been 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. So it would not have worked out. So, you know, there's there's a timing of God for everything. There's a timing, there's a place. So you want to be... You want to be in God's timing and you want to be, you you don't need to be hasty. You don't need to force something to happen. If you have to force something, it's most likely not God. It is like 100% guarantee you it's not God if you need to force it. And the quickest way to throw your life off of the plan of God is wrong associations. That is a fact. There's no quicker way. And I don't know a stronger association than being married to someone. So do not be in a rush. Do not be thinking like, well, you know, I just, I need to get married so I can move on to the next part of my life. Well, trust me, if you marry the person that you're not supposed to be with, the next part of your life is going to be a lot more challenging. You know, my husband was saying to me last night when we were driving home, he said, thank you for being with me, you know, in, in the plan of God for our lives. We're doing revival meetings right now in know, California, and um, you know, I was just telling him. Oh, it was so cool. you know, I was, I was, I was kind of you know telling him how awesome I thought a couple of things that happened during the service were, and he was just like, you know, thank you for being here and being with me. You know, a lot of if I wasn't with the right person, if I was with the wrong woman, she could be finding. She could be thinking, you know, and telling me all the negative things that she thinks about what, you know, that, how that service just went, you know, thank you for not going against me. And that's what happens when you marry the right person, you're on the same team. You're both striving for peace and you're both, um, you know, you're both headed in the right direction. And God has that person for you. If you are single, make this your life first, trust me, because it will, the plan of God, you want the plan of God to prevail in your life. You do not want your plan to prevail you want the plan of God to prevail. It's going to be so much better that way. You know, many, many times in my life, I had to ask the Lord, God, do not let me get away with my own plan. Don't let me get away with it. I want your plan, God. I don't want my plan. You know, I can make up a great idea for my life. You know, there was a time when I was, I was starting um, medical training, which was really kind of stupid for me because I hate... Blood and um, guts and all that. But I was like, well, that sounds like a good idea because, you know, there's always a job in the medical field. And so I started doing classes while I was still in high school, started doing classes to become a, a CNA. And it was really just an idea that I had. And, uh, you know, my family thought, oh, yeah, that sounds great. You know, it'll be a good job for you, you know, something you can do. But it's not, the, it was never the plan of God for my life. If I was going to be honest, I really knew deep in my heart that that was never really the plan of God for my life, but it just sounded like a good idea. The thing is, is you can have some good ideas, but if they are not God's plan, um, you don't want them to come to pass. You don't want your own purposes of, you know, your life to come to pass. You want God's purpose, you know, and there was even a time, so I've said, I've wanted to be in full-time ministry, knew I was called into full-time ministry at 13 years old and um, went to Bible school right out of high school, 18 years old. Um, So 19, 20, 21, finished Bible school and I was believing God for open doors into a ministry job. And I did, I did end up getting kind of a, you know, an opportunity open up and um, it looked like a really great opportunity to start working with some youth in a different state. And I was like, you know what, that sounds awesome. I'm going to check it out. You know, so I went up, I went up to the place and um, went to the church. And I remember my my pastor told me, you'll know if you're supposed to be there when you go. You know, you should never just go and do something. Go and check it out. It's okay to go check something out. So I went up and I checked it out and I just did not have the peace of God about it. Not because it wasn't an awesome opportunity and not because the place there was anything wrong with the place that I was going to. It just wasn't the perfect will of God for my life because it would have taken me out of Florida and I was supposed to be in Florida because I was supposed to end up being married to my husband so I had to be in the right location location is very very important in the plan of God so even though it looked like God was opening up an awesome ministry opportunity for me, um, it actually, it wasn't it wasn't what he had for me. So I ended up coming back to Florida, working at another ministry, and then God opened up another door, which was not into ministry. And it looked like a really funny thing to me because I was working at a Christian television network. And then the Lord told me to go and work for a coffee company, which that's, that seemed like a, a major step down. But I was working for my now brother-in-law. And because I started working for them, they got to know me. And that was kind of how um, basically Ryan and I got introduced was because I got to know his family that way. So God opened up that to me, which, you know, to me seemed crazy. And then even when we got married, you know, um, we I went into the field that my husband was working in in sales. And I started doing, um, you know, this job that totally did not seem cut out for me, Um, very administrative, and I'm not very administrative. Naturally, I have become, because I had to do this job where I'm mapping out cities, where I'm calling city offices, getting permits, all this stuff, not anything that I ever have done in my life or desired to do, but I did it with my whole heart. And God graced me to do a great job, at that job. And you know what? It's funny because now I think about you know, there'll be a time in our life when we'll be planning crusades and we're working with cities and I know how to work with cities to pull permits and the, and I know how to map out cities, you know, that we could go, hey, we can hit every single neighborhood in this city. I know how to do that um, because of what we did with work and door-to-door sales. And so it's funny, but everything God is doing in your life, you know, even though you may think... How does this have to do with my calling? What when I'm doing right now, how does it have anything to do with my calling? You know, if God's put you there, be faithful in it, be diligent in it do the best that you can do in it because God wants to prepare you ultimately he's preparing you right now for what's next to come for your life and he's also he's also hiding you from what's what's not supposed to be in your life and that can be the wrong relationship. sometimes it's frustrating that you're still waiting for this relationship to come the one that that God has for you but don't be frustrated be thankful be grateful that you're not in the wrong relationship. say you know one of your prayers should be God preserve me. Preserve me for the right one and protect me from all the wrong ones because you don't want to be with the wrong person. That will, it will, like I said earlier, there's no quicker way to get yourself out of the plan of God, the call of God, than wrong associations and wrong, you know, the the most serious association you can have is a marriage. So do not let that become the thing that takes you out. So I just want to say thank you so much for listening. You know, God wants to do something awesome with your life. I know that for a fact because you're on here and you're pressing in, you're you're I know that you're somebody that God is is gonna be able to make his purpose prevail in your life, but become intentional about it. Say, God, whatever it is, if there's something in my heart that I need to lay down, if there's a relationship that I need to lay down because it's not of you, if there's this plan that I've made that's actually not you, God, show me, show me what the right plan is show me what your purpose is because I only want what you have for me thank you so much for listening we love you and uh, go ahead and share this on 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 instagram and make sure you subscribe and review us on apple podcast it really helps us get the word out to other people we love you have a great day